Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Hello, my name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music, maybe some of the rubbish bits as well, mainly just the whole show, minus the songs. Every week we're going to release it so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week. Just one thing to mention, I give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show, so you'll hear that on this podcast, but obviously it's a podcast, it's pre-recorded, so if you do send in a message about something I'm talking about to the numbers I say... I mean, I'm not going to read it because it's already happened. It's in the past. It's pre-recorded and no one's going to see it anyway. But here's the worst bit. You might still get charged for it, depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of everybody's time. And so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 p.m. UK time on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast. This is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh, this is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alec with a C. Feldman. Did I hear that right? Surely, surely not. Did they say in the news just then there's a new Labour leader? Is that... I almost can't believe it. Is that some news that's not corona-related? There's some actual news. Something's actually happened that's got nothing to do with the virus. It's something, an event in its own right. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't know what to do. This is... I feel like I can feel again. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. This is so exciting. I, I don't know what to do with myself. I think I'm going to burst. Here's some songs. I'm, I'm just too excited. It's Saturday. It's 3 o'clock now. Live from Leeds, Alec Feldman. <clears throat> That was Benet and Gus Dapperton with Super Lonely. And before that, it was Doja Cat with Boss. I'm Alec Feldman, and uh, my I've got a bit of a sore throat today because, as you can hear, my voice is, is quite a lot deeper than it might usually be. <coughs> no, only kidding. My throat's fine. I haven't got it. Don't worry. Um, apparently little known to me when when i did that little bit about 10 minutes ago at the beginning for some reason my voice was pitch changed downwards which is quite funny not as funny as it would have been if my voice was pitch changed upwards but i don't know why that happened that's kind of weird but maybe maybe it suits me maybe i should do the whole show in a really deep voice but this this does feel slightly inappropriate if you 
get what I mean. So maybe I won't be doing that. <laughs> I think that's enough of that, really. Anyway, how's it going? I'm Alec. Hey. Terrible reasons to be almost late for a radio show number 326. I was on the loo, um, but I made it just in time, so that's fine. This this lockdown's really hitting. Just kind of the line between doing stuff and not doing stuff is really, really blurred for me. I might go and have a shower in a couple of songs' time. Who knows? The possibilities are endless. But I, I was on time. Don't worry. Everything is fine. We're in, I don't know, day something of lockdown. I'm not even counting. Who cares? On the show today, I've seen a lot of people recently doing social distancing activities with their entire road. We need to discuss this. I'm sceptical. Also, the weather's meant to be quite nice this weekend. I know a lot of people are worried that the lockdown might break down, but it's fine. I've got some FAQs, some frequently asked questions to help everybody know what they can and can't do this weekend. Plus, I want to talk board games gone wrong, the worst film I've seen in a while, and the vegetable, mushrooms. Plus, we've got a 60-second guide. We'll do, we won't do someone's looking at your door. We will do someone zooming you. And after four o'clock, a new thing I would like to try out called Lockdown Smackdown. It's, it's, could be quite fun. We'll give it a go at about 25 past four. Plus music coming up from Party Next Door. That's a good song. And it's got Rihanna on it. That's playing in the next 10 minutes. And Demi Lovato. And the new Little Mix one is on next as well. Let's do This Week I Learned, first of all. This Week I Learned. Remember, kids, just because you're indoors doesn't mean you can't still learn stuff. And I've learned some stuff this week. Quite a lot of stuff as it happens. I'm going to share that with you now. Lesson number one this week I've learned. Staying indoors and doing nothing all day can kind of be fun. I've discovered this. I had quite a busy first couple of weeks of quarantine slash lockdown. So I didn't really have time to appreciate the the doing nothing. And I've had a week that's a bit more like that this week. And I've had a good time. Lots of games, lots of good chats, like lots of group video calls and quizzes. I've actually had quite a nice time. I've almost forgotten the whole global pandemic thing that's going on. I've had a good time. This is fun. I mean, almost fun. I'd rather be going out and doing stuff, but this will do. This is adequate. This is fine. It can be fun. It's not all bad. Lesson number two this week, I've learned that lockdown, when you do have those rare trips out, it really modifies your shopping habits. I don't know what has changed in my brain, but now, every time I go to the shops, there is a weird sense of, oh, wow, I'd really better cover all bases now because who knows what's going to happen. And I'm, I'm sort of buying stuff that normally I'd be like, well, I don't I don't need that. Why are we getting that? But something changed. I'm like, I see something. I'm like, ooh, frozen falafel. Let's get some. I don't necessarily have any immediate plans to eat. I'm just like, better have it oh, just in case. Because I, I do my own shopping because I haven't gone home to my, my loving family during this lockdown period. So I'm still stuck. So I'm having to do my own shopping buying frozen falafel i bought biscuits for this week for the first time in ages but not not just biscuits like two different packs of biscuits they they lasted a reasonable amount of time got some of those really nice what they're called biscoff had some of them got some chocolate fingers that had white chocolate and milk chocolate on that was good i wouldn't ordinarily put that in my shopping basket but i was like it's lockdown anything goes let's go wild so it, it, it changes something in your head when you go to the supermarket. It's almost, almost you're just excited to be there because it's it's a place that's not your house. It's great. It's, it's really fun. Some, something changed. I don't know what. And speaking of trips to the supermarket during lockdown, this week I've learned that pasta at the current time is really worth more than gold. It's the one thing. Everything's back now. Toilet roll, back. Tinned goods. Yeah, there aren't many, but they are back. Pasta nowhere to be seen you cannot get pasta anywhere unless it's kind of really weird lentil pasta or gluten-free pasta or something so it, it really is quite valuable right now i would invest in pasta if i was an investor which i'm not but if i was i'd be putting all my money into pasta and then making a killing in a few weeks time when it's back on the shelves so that's what i've learned this week you can have fun indoors guys plus lockdown changes something in your brain when you go to the shops pasta very valuable this is little mix new from them it's breakup song on wizard radio 
Little Mix and Breakup Song. This is Wizard Radio with Alec. Hello. Thanks for having us on this afternoon. Hope you're having a lovely lockdown. Wherever you're locking down, make sure you keep it locked. Anyway, that Party Next Door song with Rihanna's playing next. Do you remember a few months ago, I told you a story about a housemate of mine, a new one, that we'd found off Facebook. He, he filled a gap at the last minute, and within within a week of moving in, he'd made himself very at home, because he'd started to use my toothbrush. Do you remember that story? If you don't, I don't really need to recap it other than everything I've just told you. He, he started using my toothbrush, that was, that was kind of strange, a week in. So, I like to nickname all of my housemates. He became the toothbrush thief as a result of that that strange episode. And I have another story about him now for you to enjoy. I hope he's not listening. Sorry. Hey, hey mate. I hope you're having a nice time if, if you are. But um, if he's not, let's tell this story. And if he is, we'll tell the story anyway. He was there. He can enjoy it as, from, from the other side anyway. So, been spending a lot of time, or well, was spending a lot of time in in the kitchen, um, and so was he because it's lockdown, baby. There's nothing else to do. So I was sat at the kitchen table doing some work, and my housemate was sat in a. There's like a little spinny armchair in our kitchen. That's kind of his seat. So he he was just sat there chilling. I was getting on with some stuff. He was getting on with some stuff, I think. And it's about half eleven in the morning, maybe twelve. Not long on breakfast, kind of mid-morning time. I know for most people, 12 is lunchtime, but come on, we're students. And he gets up and goes over to the fridge, because, I don't know, clearly decides he wants a mid-morning snack. And he has a look in the fridge, and he decides that for this mid-morning snack, he really fancies some mushrooms, which is a rogue choice. I wouldn't generally eat mushrooms just as a snack. So he takes out some mushrooms, puts them in a bowl, puts the bowl in the microwave for a bit, takes the bowl out, and then just sits in his armchair, munching on some, some plain mushrooms, literally nothing else, just just the plain mushrooms, having a little snack, no topping, the whole pa- literally a whole pack of mushrooms downed in one snack sitting, which is very impressive. I weirdly respect that, in a way. And as and as he's having his mid-morning snack of mushrooms, and he goes, Malik, do you like mushrooms? Kind of looks me straight in the eye, and I'm like, yeah, I do like mushrooms actually. Yeah, they're they're good, a good vegetable. I enjoy I enjoy them. I think I've got some in the fridge for my tea actually. And as I was looking at him eating those mushrooms and saying, "Oh yeah, I've got some for my dinner," I had a sudden moment of realization that I don't think I I did have them for my dinner anymore because I think my dinner mushrooms were currently being consumed plain out of a bowl as a mid-morning snack and obviously i couldn't be really obvious about that and be like have you stolen my mushrooms so i I left it a while he said he was going to the shops i was like okay shall i see if there's anything i need so i went casually stroll over to the fridge had a look to see if i could find my mushrooms and guess what my mushrooms were gone gone the mushrooms were gone so i was like oh that's that's funny those mushrooms you had earlier where did they where did they come from and he was like, oh, I, I, I bought them last week. And I was like, really? Are you sure? Because I had some mushrooms in there. They're identical to those ones. And they're, well, they're, they're kind of gone. Are you sure you weren't eating mine by mistake? Adamant that they were his mushrooms from about two weeks ago, despite the fact that mushrooms go off fast. They would have been gross by this point. He was like, no, no, I bought them. I was like, hmm, okay, well, could you get me some mushrooms when you go to the shops? And he was like, yeah, I'll get you some mushrooms. So that, that was a, a strange episode in my life from... <laughs> the, I think it was the last bit. I've kind of lost track of when it happened day-wise, but it was quite recent anyway. Mushrooms eaten as a snack. A theft for some mid-morning mushrooms. Lockdown does weird things to people. Coming up next, I want to talk about Board Games Gone Wrong. After this song, which is new, it has Rihanna on it, but blink and you miss it. It's Party Next Door and Believe It. Party Next Door and Rihanna with Believe It on Wizard Radio. Hello, it's Alec here. Hope you're good. Hayley Steinfeld and Demi Lovato on very soon. Don't forget, someone's looking at your about five to four as well. Now though, I want to talk about I want to talk about when things get ugly. You know how board games are very much in at the moment. I say very much in. It's kind of <laughs> we have a little elder choice. 
but board games are on. I've had my fair share in the last few weeks. Kind of board games, card games, that kind of stuff. Just being sat around a table in your house with your family or whoever it is, playing some board games. I want to know about when things do not quite go to plan, when when board games go wrong, because everyone's at them at the moment, and board games they can get heated enough at the best of times. I wonder if there's a scale, actually, on which board games get the most heated. I would imagine Guess Who is fairly tame. But then Monopoly. Monopoly, I would say, is kind of the pinnacle of board games with the potential to go horribly wrong. I've played a game of Monopoly once where there were tears. It was a long time ago. It was it was weirdly a, a kid's club when I was on holiday when I was like eight. But there was, there was a girl playing Monopoly. We are fairly certain that she may have been stealing from the bank. But when this accusation was made, oh, there were tears. She actually cried and all was forgotten. She got away with her thievery. But Mon- Monopoly especially can can go very bad. People care a lot, I guess. Are there any chess players, maybe? Do, can chess go wrong? Does anyone ever get angry and kind of flip the chessboard up? Possibly that could be going on as well. It's very easy if you care a lot about a game, if you're playing with a lot of competitive people, for it to get quite angry quite quickly. Especially, especially when you're trapped in the house with these same people for, I would guess, 23 hours a day, seven days a week. And so this is what I want stories on this afternoon. Have you been playing board games with your family whilst in lockdown? Have they gone wrong? Who's the most competitive? Are you the competitive one who's the sore loser? Are you the victim of someone else's competitiveness? Has there been any cheating going on? All these things. Dob people in, report them. Just let me know what's been going on. I want to know when board games have turned ugly in your life in lockdown in the last week because it's definitely happened. I have no doubt. So if you've got if you've got a story for me, 07807 183 538. You can send me a tweet as well at WizRadio or email me station at wizardradio.co.uk. When have your board games gone wrong? A game of Monopoly that's that's turned ugly, chess that's gone violent. Um, guess who where someone I don't know knocks over the entire guess who flippy thing or maybe puts all their things down and give up, gives up in frustration anything like that oh Twister has anyone been playing Twister that's not really in the spirit of social distancing but I guess if you're with your family has anyone played a particularly challenging game of Twister as well I want to hear about anything that's gone wrong board game related please so send me a message we'll read a few out in a bit and I'll play you Haley Steinfeld, and now Demi Lovato. This is I Love Me. It's Wizard Radio. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Please consume responsibly. Haley Steinfeld and a Geordie anthem, I Love Yous, on Wizard Radio. Before that, Demi Lovato and I Love Me. So everybody is feeling the love this afternoon. I'm Alec Feldman. This is Wizard Radio. Hello. Coming next, a song by the 1975 with a quite ridiculous name. But what will it be? find out in a few minutes time talking about board games getting ugly because everyone's playing board games at the moment because we're all trapped inside it's something to do families young and old they can all enjoy them they can have a lovely time and it passes the hours but they can also go horribly wrong there's a dark side cheating disagreements bad losers all of that is also going on i i have no doubt there will be some terrible board game behavior that is occurring and i'll shed a light on that i want to expose it both during this lockdown period but also just generally beforehand i'm sure that's been happening for a long time as well so i've asked for your board games turning ugly stories alex with an x i should call him alec just for some revenge but i won't do that alex says board games don't you mean board games (laughs) i hate them Honestly, I'd rather do anything else with my time than sit down playing Scrabble or something like that. Every now and again, I think it's a good idea, and I start one with my brother or my mum, but then I get so bored after about 15 minutes, I need to walk away. So then, whoever I'm playing with gets really annoyed, because I've just upped and left after 15 minutes of a game, and that ends up in a whole argument. So I'm the reason for board games going wrong in my family. Wow, someone making a sort of a self-confession there. I wasn't expecting that, I really wasn't. Are you really getting up after 15 minutes because you're bored? 
or are you getting up after 15 minutes because that's how long it takes you to work out whether or not the game's going well for you and whether you're going to win. And once you've worked out that you're probably not going to win, you're like, right, well, I've had enough of this. I'm off. I'm done. I'm leaving. You flip the table over and turn around and walk away. And everyone's like, what the hell just happened? Or is it really just because you're bored? Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Amy says, we tried playing Twister as a family, but it was a really bad idea. Now that I'm in the later years of my teens, as my dad would put it, twist oh, Twister is all of it sexual, says Amy. We tried playing it last night, and as soon as somebody had to be on top of someone else, I had to stop playing. I just can't see it any other way. <laughs> Very creepy, I know, but it's all I had stuck in my head. Amy, this is your family. Come on. Stop being weird about it. They're your family. It's not like that. I, I don't really know what to do with that, because on the one hand, I'm like, oh, come on, that's silly. It's your family. It's not It's not that way. But on the other hand, I can sort of see what you mean, where it, it might be a bit a bit strange if you're kind of thrusting your, your groin in your, your, your nan's face or whatever it happens to be. That's not what you want. That's not what it's about. Nobody wants that, least of all your nan. So maybe, maybe Amy has a point here. Mm, I, I don't want to admit it, but maybe she, maybe she does. Yeah, okay. Twister, I guess, has a, an upper age limit. Or maybe a kind of a, a middle age limit where you can't play it between the ages of, like, I don't know, 15 and 35 because it becomes a bit too too intimate. Yeah, that sounds like a an all right rule to implement, actually. That sounds fair. We could put that on the box. Ages 4 to 15 and 35 plus but not in the middle. Too much awkwardness, too much weirdness. No, thank you. Lauren says, this isn't a quarantine story because I haven't actually played any board games over the last couple of weeks, shockingly. (gasps) But the last time I saw my grandma before all this self-isolation stuff, we played a game of Monopoly, which is the worst game to play with my gran. She thinks she's some Monopoly expert, but in reality, she just plays by her own rules. She starts taking property away from you for no proper reason, and you just have to give up all hope and play to her own rules, which she makes up as she goes. After literally 30 minutes, she has two hotels, has taken away property from you, and is giving herself cash. It's funny, but also makes no sense. This is outrageous. This is this is a disgrace. That's not allowed. That, surely... Why does no one call her out on this? You can't just let her, your grand get away from it with it because i don't know she's old and she's she's got a bus pass that doesn't mean you can cheat a monopoly what on what grounds does she requisition your property is she like oh i'm the i'm the i'm the bailiff you haven't paid your mortgage so i'm coming to take it off you no that's not allowed you can't take money out of the bank either like when you said she makes up the rules as she goes along i thought it'd be i thought you'd be talking about little stuff like maybe i don't know 400 pounds if you pass if you land on go, which is the thing people do, or if you you have to go to jail if you get three doubles in a row, that I can sort of understand sort of the different house rules that people might adopt or not. But th- this is just this goes beyond that. This is utter madness. This is ridiculous, <laughs> and yet really funny to me because I can totally imagine a grand trying to pull that off and getting away with it because you can't you can't question them. It's your grand. They've lived through so much, so many difficult times. They didn't fight in the war, so we called them out for cheating in Monopoly. I, I have no idea whether your grand's old enough to have fought in the war. I suspect not, but that's that's what they'd say. Wow, 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 wow. Nobody has hotels after 30 minutes of Monopoly unless you're cheating. Unbelievable. <laughs> your granate, uh, Lauren, sounds hilarious. I would love to hear more about her at some point because that's brilliant. Thank you for that. Jamie says, I tried playing Guess Who, which I realised is basically the same as someone's knocking at your door. You be quiet, Jamie. Don't bring someone's knocking at your door into this. Shush. Don't don't let any, everyone realise. Um, anyway, Jamie tried playing Guess Who, which is nothing like someone's knocking at your door, last week with my dad, who's the worst person to play that game with. It's like he just doesn't understand the rules. I asked the question... Does this person have a moustache? He said, no. Guess what? The person did have a moustache. When I asked him about it, he goes, that's not a proper moustache. That's more of a tash. What's that supposed to mean? I can't play this game with him, says Jamie. That's 
how, what, what's the difference between a moustache and a tash? There is none. It's facial hair is facial hair. Come on. This is... This is... Your, your parents and grandparents are utterly, utterly shameless. Imagine cheating at guess who. Does this person have a moustache? No. Just a, just a tash. I mean, man, I don't know what to say to that. That's just shocking. I'm shocked and appalled. There are some really bad cheaters out there. Bringing shame upon their families, their friends, and most importantly, themselves. Well, keep me updated. If any of your, your grands are cheating at Monopoly again, or dad's not understanding simple questions and guess who, always, always want to hear about it. You know where I am. You know where to find me. Just let me know. Happy to hear more tales of this kind. Next, the worst movie I've seen this week. But first, it's a new song by the 1975, and it's called, I'm not joking here, Jesus Christ, 2005, God Bless America. It's Wizard Radio, that was the 1975 with Jesus Christ, 2005, God Bless America. That, that to me is just kind of three, three separate names. It's like every member of the 1975 wanted a different name, and they had to compromise just by using all of them. But also, I suppose it's nice It's nice that there are some Easter songs for a change and not just Christmas ones. Um, I think we need to talk about this next week, actually. I, I've had an idea about Easter songs, but we'll, we'll do that next week. In the meantime, back to this week, shall we? Someone's looking... Uh, not someone's looking at you, someone's Zooming you is on the way soon. How's your quarantine, lockdown, Netflix viewing going then? Had any Netflix parties yet? I was involved in my first one this week. First next week party. Never used it before. I think it's quite smart. I enjoyed it. Some good chat was had whilst simultaneously watching something on Netflix. The thing that was chosen, not by me, to watch on Netflix, however, quite the opposite. Not quite what I had in mind for my first Netflix party. A truly atrocious film that I was only vaguely aware existed and... And then I was subjected to it. I, everyone, watched the Bratz movie this week. Did you know that Bratz had a movie? I, I sort of did. I've heard of it. You know Bratz, those those little plastic dolls with the abnormally large heads. I I don't know. Do people still have Bratz? I remember seeing loads of adverts for them when I was younger. I don't know if they're still on. This whole thing felt very mid-noughties. The plot line, the music, the fashion all of it screamed like 2004 5 to me i don't know what year it was actually released but that's what it felt like and oh, oh, i mean where do i start just it was an ordeal it was atrocious it was it got to the point where the dialogue was so predictable that i was guessing what they were about to say before they were going to say it that that's kind of where it was at writing wise um plot line well, there wasn't really much, much plot. It, there wasn't much adversity. That was the thing. It just kind of, it happened. The film went through. There were a couple of slightly minor inconveniences that they, they all got through together. BFFs, woo! And then, and then that was the end of that. Everyone lived happily ever after. A story of the importance of friendship and being there for one another and all sorts of other gross platitudes that kind of make you want to throw up a little bit. Oh, my God. And there's, there's songs in it as well. Oh, man. The singing. The horrible. The songs. Terrible. Soundtrack gets a, a 1 out of 10 for me, as does... The general acting was quite wooden. I don't, yeah, I don't know what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting Oscar-worthy acting, but oh, man. <laughs> it was like they couldn't quite believe they were acting in the Bratz movie as well. Um... And what else? Just, it was like the most, the most stereotypical caricature of American high school life that I've ever seen. Now, obviously, I didn't go to high school in America because I'm not from America. But is it, is it really like that? Is it really that segmented? Because this just took it to the extreme. It was like High School Musical, but bad. High School Musical on steroids, honestly, terrible, terrible. Help me, please save me. There's lockdown. It's going. It's going on too long. Do not make me watch another film like the Bratz movie because I will scream. People will will get injured. People must die 
if I have to watch another film like the Bratz movie. I'm not I'm not making violent threats by the way, just saying. But <laughs> don't watch it. If you value your self-respect, don't make the same mistake I did and watch the Bratz movie because one of the worst things I've ever seen. Really, really was truly horrible. Don't do it. Just don't. Someone will be zooming me in a second, and you have to guess who it is in someone zooming you. Everyone's favourite radio-based quiz. First, though, this is Ren, and I drive me mad. Someone's not- zooming you. Somebody's ringing the bell. And and there we have it. We're a lovely jingle that we've made, especially for the new feature, Someone Zooming You. Because at the current time, during the global pandemic of COVID-19, it would be highly irresponsible for us to encourage knocking on doors willy-nilly. That just wouldn't be on. It would be dangerous. It would put everyone at risk. Stay at home, save lives, protect the NHS. <clears throat> anyway, so we can't do that, but we can do Someone Zooming You instead which is very similar, except instead of knocking at their door, they're just calling me on Zoom. But whether or not I accept their call depends on whether you can guess who they are. If you can work out their identity, then I'll pick up and we can have a lovely chat. If no one can work out their identity, then that's it. They're gone. They're finished. I will not pick up and, well, they'll just get their call ignored. That'll be sad. That'll be very sad. So just gotta just gotta wait really for the for the phone to ring. I think it'll be it'll be any second. Oh, do you hear that? There it is. Oh, there well, the phone's ringing. Oh. Okay, let's just turn that over to silence it. Thankfully though, I did see who was calling on caller ID, which will help me make my mind up whether or not to answer the Zoom call. If you want to know, if you want to try and work out who it is. You get five questions. Obviously, you can't ask those questions, but that's fine because there's a man who can, and that is James Gilmore. Hey, how's it going? Um, I can hear. Sorry, I faded myself down. I never faded myself up. Um, That was fun. Good to see you. Good to see. Oh, not. I mean, not see you. Hear you. Good to hear you. Very good good to hear you. You know what I was thinking. Um, other than the fact that we definitely need some Zoom sound effects, um, mm. is this would be the most ideal time for MSN and BlackBerry Messenger to come back. Oh, it would be. Yeah, a bit oh, of so- BBMing and MSN. You know what the best thing about MSN was? Was it the nudge feature? No. Oh. That's what creeps used. Um, oh. <laughs> the best thing about MSN was talking to the bots. And I think that, the fact that we're a generation that grew up talking to robots on MSN kind of tells you everything you need to know about how we turned out. It explains a lot, doesn't it? It does, it does. Mm. Would you like to ask some questions? For oh, this person? No, I, I guess so, I can do. Um, all right, is this person Zooming you a... Are they a woman? It is not a woman. Does this person identify as a man? I believe so, yes. A man. So you can't be too sure. You always have to check. Mm. Um, can't make presumptions. Um, is this person a celebrity? They are a celebrity. Mm. So it's a famous man. Has this person been in the news recently? I'm not sure that they have, actually. Not recently. Uh, moderately recently. Moderately recently. So they have been moderately or not? They've been in the news fairly recently, but it feels like a million years ago. So was in the news pre-quarantine? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. And last but not least, is this person... God, these are so vague. Um, is this person a, are they known for a particular talent? They are. Okay, so it's like an actor or a singer or someone like that. Okay. So it's You've really famous... asked the vaguest questions in the world this week. I know, but usually I would whittle it down, but, but it's difficult. So it's basically, it's a famous actor or singer who's in the news pre-quarantine. 
Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Not even that. Oh, I'm there, something I'm there like a man, that. They're a man. Yeah, I said a famous, uh, a famous man, a famous male actor or singer oh. who was in the news pre-quarantine. Yeah, basically. Do you know who it is? If you want to send me the name of a famous man, that might be the person that's zooming me. Can I have a bonus question that's not going to give much away? All right. Are they British? Yes. Okay. It's is not Tom Hanks. That's all. It's not it's Tom not, Hanks. Okay. As you were. Who do you think it is? At Wiz Radio on Twitter. 07807 183 538 on text. Station at wizardradio.co.uk on email. Who's knocking at the door this week? We've basically narrowed it down to a famous man. But it's not Tom, ha- Tom Hanks. That's basically it. <laughs> Good luck. See if you can work it out. Someone might be able to. Coming up, I'll play you the great new song from Dua Lipa and some classic Kygo as well. Four o'clock. Let's have the news. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Recommended by doctors as part of a healthy diet. You can pretend it's summer 2015 before any of this stuff happened. Kygo, Firestone. Before that, Dua Lipa, Break My Heart. This is Wizard Radio. I'm Alec Feldman. Good afternoon. So it's supposed to be quite nice outside this weekend. I don't know what it's like at the minute because I, I won't lie to you. I haven't really looked out a window yet all day or opened the curtains, but that's fine. But I think apparently tomorrow, weather's supposed to be very lovely. A lot of people are quite worried about what this means because in the UK, we're in lockdown. You're not allowed out except for once a day for one bit of exercise. And so they're worried that people just, let's, let's go to the park and have a picnic and chaos will ensue and lots of people will end up going outside and spreading the disease, getting infected, putting pressure on the NHS, putting loads of lives at risk. In short, not cool, don't do it. So to make sure that that doesn't happen, I've prepared some some very helpful, frequently asked questions just to make sure you know what you can and can't do this weekend in the lockdown. Now this, everybody, this is James Gilmore. James Gilmore doesn't know what he's allowed to do in lockdown. I don't. Thankfully, you can ask the burning questions that you have and we can all answer them and find out the answer together. Wonderful. Mm. So, I guess, Alec, the weather is going to be so nice this weekend. Can I go for a picnic in the park with all my friends? Absolutely not. You shouldn't be seeing any of your friends during this lockdown period because that risks passing on the infection. But can I go for a picnic in the park by myself? Ideally, no, because you should be spending as little time in there as possible. Just the bare minimum you need to do your daily exercise and go home so that other people can do the same. Oh, can I still go for a walk, run or a bike ride? Yes, as long as it's only once a day. Okay, so if I can't go to the park for a picnic, can I go to the beach instead? Definitely not. That's not encouraged because you live in London, so you'd have to travel quite a long way to find a beach. Alongside that, there'd still be the same issue of large gatherings of crowds, which we're trying to avoid. So no, you can't. Not even if I wear gloves and a mask. I'm afraid not. What about a Zorb ball? Probably not. If you can get hold of one, I'd still say give it a miss. So what you're saying is that I shouldn't spend any prolonged amount of time outside. Yes, I'm glad you understand, James. Wait, but am I allowed in my back garden? Yes, that should be okay because it's self-contained and you're not coming into contact with anybody else. Am I allowed in my front garden? Again, yes, as long as you're not coming too close to any of your neighbors. Okay, so am I allowed to have a barbecue in my front or back garden? I don't see why not, as long as it's all contained within the four walls of your garden. Am I allowed to sunbathe whilst naked in my front or back garden? I'd say that's a matter of of personal preference, but if that's what you're into, go for it. Am I allowed to sunbathe whilst naked in the park? Absolutely not, never. Am I allowed to have a barbecue in a friend's back garden? No, because then you'd be going to your friend's house, which risks spreading the disease. And we don't want that because we're in lockdown and you're not allowed to see friends. Wait, am I allowed to go to a friend's house? No, stay at your own house. Even if they're my really close friends? 
even if they're your really close friend, we shouldn't be seeing anyone other than the people we live with. Okay, but, and I don't think you would have considered this yet, am I allowed to visit my elderly or sick relatives? Absolutely not. They're at more risk from the disease than anyone else, which is why they've been told specifically to stay inside for a much longer period of 12 weeks. So you risk passing them the infection even more, and the consequences could be much worse. If you need to help out elderly or sick relatives, do so from a distance without actually coming into contact with them. For example, by leaving a bag of shopping on their doorstep and walking away. If I'm not supposed to spend too long outside, does this mean that it's inside to spend... This is It is alright to spend the afternoon at my local shopping centre if it's indoors? No. no, definitely not. Even though it's indoors, there'll still be lots of other people there. But what if it's an outdoor shopping centre? No, there'll still be too many other people. Okay, so I've made a list of some other activities. Okay. Can I go to the zoo? No, it's probably closed anyway. Can I go go-karting? No, but again, closed. What if I own my own go-karts? Okay. Can I go Maybe. bowling? No, closed. Can I go out for a meal at my favourite restaurant, such as McDonald's or Nando's? I'm afraid not, both because there'll be lots of people there, but also because they're both closed. As Can I get a takeaway from my favourite restaurant, such as McDonald's or Nando's? I'm afraid not. McDonald's and Nando's have closed, but other takeaway restaurants may be available and delivering, as long as they're delivering from a safe distance. Can I go to the supermarket? If you really have to for essentials, but you shouldn't spend too long there and you should only be going once a week. But can I buy Easter eggs from the supermarket? You can, as long as you're not going specifically for those and it's just part of your normal shop anyway. What about athlete's foot cream? Can I buy that from the supermarket? If it's something you need, then absolutely. Can I buy pasta from the supermarket? If you can find any, but good luck with that one. One last like purchase related question. Can I stockpile toilet roll from the supermarket? No, because that's selfish and it means there won't be enough for anyone else. So please don't stockpile, only buy the toilet paper that you need. But what if I'm okay with being selfish? Okay, moving uh, on. If I've been experiencing a dry cough and shortness of breath, does this mean I have coronavirus? It's possible, but we can't be sure. So to make sure we're safe, must you must self-isolate at home for a period of two weeks. Wow, this all sounds very serious. I can't... <laughs> Sorry, I'm broken. Wow, this all sounds so serious. <laughs> Sorry, I've ruined it for you. Wow, this all sounds so serious. I can't wait till it's over in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I think it might be a little bit longer than that. Oh no, dang nabbit. <laughs> and that's Fletcher. everything you need to know. Fletcher and Forever, this is Wizard Radio. It's Alec here. Afternoon all. Play next, Surfaces, and then Kelsey Ballerini. Some country music for a Saturday afternoon. How lovely. Have you seen all these viral videos that have started going around of very wholesome content of, you know, people coming together to do nice things during lockdown? Some of it's very nice and heartwarming. Um, obviously, you've got the, the clap for the NHS that's in week two this week which again, very, very, very lovely and wholesome and heartwarming. But I've also seen a few other videos of when whole streets come together just to do like activities, but while still social distancing. So they're doing stuff together from a safe distance. Like there was one that was in quite a lot of news websites of an obstacle course that got set up. Someone set up an obstacle course for all of the residents to try and tackle just on the pavement, on the road, they can do it one at a time. No need to go anywhere near each other. Happy days. You can have fun and get fit and stay outside whilst also staying safe. Lovely. Or another one where a whole street were doing dance lessons. There was one person in the middle of the road teaching everyone and everyone else was stood in their front gardens doing the dance moves as well. And it was all very lovely and fun and great. 
and maybe this one I think is possibly my favourite one of a guy doing a DJ set from his front garden to <laughs> his entire road. I did see something like this once. I wonder if it's the same guy. I saw a guy doing a DJ set just on a street corner once on a junction by the traffic lights, and I was like, okay, this is this is kind of weird. Maybe it's the same guy just subjecting all of his neighbours to it, whether they want to hear it or not. All these things, all these videos of whole roads coming together and doing nice things in lockdown. I don't believe any of them, not even for a second. I think something weird's going on, but I, I'm just really skeptical because this is Britain. This is the UK, the United Kingdom, where famously we are awkward. We are antisocial. We don't like going out. We don't like small talk. Well, we sort of like small talk, but at the same time, we sort of dread it. We, we don't really know our neighbours that well. And given the opportunity to, to converse with a stranger or to avoid it, we will always, always avoid it. And so what's going on? What, what's happening? Why all of a sudden are we, are we talking to strangers? Why, when people say, hey, let's do some dance lessons from our front gardens? Why, instead of saying, hmm, I think I'll be avoiding that one and slamming the door shut and closing the curtains, why are we saying, oh, that sounds lovely, let's get involved? I'm just I'm just a bit confused. It feels very, very un-British to, to actually get involved unironically in these things and not just kind of take the mickey a bit and avoid it. I'm, I'm just, what's going on? Are these real? Are these videos real? If they are real, I think I think this lockdown's gone on for too long. We need to get back to our our British anti-socialness. And if they're not real, then all right, it's, it's, we've had enough now. Come on, time to stop. But I I just can't make my mind up. I'm highly skeptical that that that's really how people would respond in real life when someone says, "Hello, we're just doing some socially distant dance lessons. Would you like to join in?" When surely surely anyone, any real person, would be like. I think I think you're all right, mate. We live in weird times, very strange times, when people are actually talking to their neighbours. Whatever next? Coming up next, we're going to give something a go, and we're calling it Lockdown Smackdown. First, this is Surfaces with Sunday Best. That was uh, Surfaces and Sunday Best on Wizard Radio. Hey, I'm Alec. Thanks for hanging out this afternoon. I want to try out something new now. It might be good. I say this every time we do something new. It might be good, but it might be rubbish. And if it's rubbish, you can't say I didn't warn you. And so, everybody, welcome to Lockdown Smackdown. <clears throat> Lockdown Smackdown. Welcome one and all. So, here's what I'm thinking. We're in lockdown, right? And so what better way to occupy our brains than wondering about who would win in a fictional fight? I know. This is the important thing we need to be thinking about right now. We're in lockdown. Let's have a virtual smackdown. And so here's how it's going to work. I'm going to give you two famous people. They are going to be having one fictional fight. All I want from you is your thoughts on who would win and why. That's it. It's it's a very simple question. Who would win in a fight? And you have to pick a side, then you have to stand by it, you have to make a convincing argument, and we'll see we'll see who I'm most convinced by, essentially. So lockdown smackdown this week. Are you ready to get your your two fighters? In in the the blue corner let's call it we have a man a business magnate a media personality he's very rich he's a lord he's a billionaire he's got a beard and you might be familiar with him for saying the phrase you're fired in the blue corner we've got lord alan sugar Meanwhile, in the red corner, we have someone who's who's a lot older than she, she might look, possibly, some might say. She's been on TV. She's a judge. She was recently spreading theories about 5G causing coronavirus. 
She's on the radio. It's Amanda Holden. So, the what's it called? The the lockdown smackdown this week is Lord Alan Sugar versus Amanda Holden. But who would win in a fight? That is what I want to know. Who are you backing? Pick your fighter. Let me know who you think will win and why. That is the most important bit. It's the why. What has Lord Sugar got that Amanda Holden does not? Why does Amanda Holden have the edge over Lord Sugar? An important question. That's what I would like the answer to. If you want to pick your fighter and let me know who you think is going to win, send me a text right now. 07 807 183 538. That is the text number. You can tweet me at WizRadio. You can email me station at wizardradio.co.uk. Who would win in a fight? Lord Alan Sugar or Amanda Holden? Find out soon on Lockdown Smackdown. Kelsey Ballerini's on next. And so I've done a little 60-second guide just so we can learn a bit more about her. Because, (laughs) did that really just happen? Because I think that would be quite useful information. So don't worry. I know sometimes these these aren't always maybe entirely true. But this one, I've double-checked. I've got sources for everything. This is totally true. Trust me. Here's the 60-second guide. Alex, totally accurate. Definitely not made up 60-second guide. Kelsey Ballerini is often mistaken for Reese Witherspoon, so much so that when the National Enquirer papped her emerging from the recording studio, they mistakenly ran an article saying that Reese was planning to launch her singing career. They are, however, different people, but not as different as you might think. Kelsey Ballerini is actually Reese Witherspoon's daughter. Reese had her in 1993 when she was 18 years old and this was kept a secret, fearing it would damage her acting career, especially in the deep south where she lived. She even changed her surname to Ballerini because she used to take ballet lessons to hide her identity. Being the daughter of Reese Witherspoon had its perks. Kelsey was present at the recording of Reese's appearance in Friends and kept the audience entertained by singing country classics in between takes. Unusually for a country singer, Kelsey is openly a liberal, being in favour of feminism and anti-Trump. This has led to her being ostracised by many older country music fans, whilst the Democrat Party have jumped on it as her way to reach new potential voters. And that's Kelsey Ballerini in 60 seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Saturdays 3 till 5. Welcome back to Lockdown Smackdown. This is the bit in the show where we put two random famous people up against each other in a fictional fight. Now, let me make clear, we are talking full-on violence. We're talking hair-pulling, ball-grabbing, arse-kicking, scratching, biting, all of it. Anything is on the table here. This this truly is a, a fictional fight of your wildest imagination. And this week, it's between Lord Alan Sugar and Amanda Holden but who will win this battle of pride it's a good question it depends on their relative strengths their relative weaknesses so you've been picking sides and now it is time to see how this fight will pan out let's go Harrier she's on team Holden I've thought about this long and hard I'm very sure that Amanda Holden would win in this fight. I feel like when it comes to fighting, she's probably quite catty. She'd really use all of her hands and nails to scratch and hit you to death. She's definitely the type to really use her hands in the fight and whack you around the face. I can also really easily visualise Lord Sugar on the floor with her foot in him as she claims the victory. Wow, this is getting graphic quite quickly. We don't want to kill Lord Sugar, just, just to be clear. That's not what this is about. It's just a fight in which everyone, in the end, is fine. There are no long-term injuries. Just just a fight in the moment. Okay, good. Benny, he's on Team Allen. Anyone who thinks that Lord Sugar wouldn't win this is completely wrong. Don't forget, Alan Sugar can just fire you. Fire you from your job. Fire you from your life. His whole thing is firing. So the fight would start... He'd put his finger out and just fire you, and he'd win. That would be the end of that. A very convincing, very convincing argument. Amanda Holden, yes, maybe she'd go all in with the violence and and just do whatever it took, get you from any angle. However, 
crush Lord Sugar to pieces. But what if it never got that far? What if he just sticks out that one finger, his index finger? All he needs is two words to take Amanda Holden down. You're fired. And she couldn't argue with that because you can't. When Lord Sugar fires you, you do not argue. People that argue with Lord Sugar when they get fired do so at their own peril because you do not want to see what happens next. On the other hand, Harry says Alan Sugar doesn't come across as a particularly flexible person, but I think Amanda Holden is probably still in really good health. I can imagine her doing some cat flips and being able to dodge punctures and things like that. I wouldn't underestimate the Holden. I think although Alan Sugar might have more muscle on him, Amanda has the skill and the stamina to last the longest. Ooh, a very good point there. But then again, Lord Sugar, I think he's quite fit for his age. He still plays tennis. He still rides his bike. He is, he is a fit man despite being 73 years old. Meanwhile, Amanda Holden, I don't know, you're right. I could see him being quite nimble to, to dodge the punctures and do all the, the cat backflips and just run rings around Alan Sugar. It's hard. It's hard. Lauren, on the other hand, thinks Alan Sugar is probably quite a dirty fighter. I can imagine him hitting you exactly where he knows it would hurt without thinking of any consequences. He's also quite short compared to Amanda Holden. He's just going to hit you for as long as he needs to get you down. Don't forget, Alan Sugar, he came from the mean streets. He's a market trader, whereas Amanda Holden has lived a glamorous life. I think he could scrap his way to a victory. Interesting point, Lauren thinking a war of attrition. Thinking Alan Sugar, he'll just, he'll just keep going. He'll grind her down until she can't go on anymore. He's rough. He grew up on the streets. He knows how to handle himself. He's streetwise. And that is how Alan Sugar could take Amanda Holden down. A very good point. Meanwhile, Sophia thinks to your listener who said that Alan Sugar could just fire you. That's Benny. Sophia is Benny. She's, Sophia is atting Benny right now. Don't forget, Alan Sugar takes ages to actually fire people. He starts listing off reasons and his thought process, by which point you could have whacked him around the face and he'd be knocked out on the floor. Alan is not built for this fight. Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's such a good point. He'd be sat there and like, well, Amanda, you've really let me down on this task. I set you the target of knocking me out and so far you haven't. Oh, no. And that'll be the end of that. Lord Sugar will be down and out. A very good point. Ooh, it's a hard decision to make, it really is, on this epic fight between East London's Alan Sugar and somewhere else's, where's she from? And Portsmouth's Amanda Holden, who is the champion in this fight. I think I'm going to have to say, I think, I think Holden's got it. I'm sorry. I, I think even though Sugar, he's tough, he's made of the rough stuff. He's from the streets. He knows how to handle himself. I just think Amanda has the physical edge. She's got height. She's got flexibility and youth on her side. And I think that is what could lead Amanda Holden to victory. Whilst Lord Sugar, he might, yeah, he'll take too long to think things through, even though he's got that magic finger in his arse, well, in his what? In his armory. I don't think he'll be able to use it in time. And so I hereby declare the winner of the first ever Lockdown Smackdown is Amanda Holden. And in recognition of the fact that Amanda Holden is the winner of Lockdown Smackdown, this is Tiny Temper and Notes with top winners. This is you, Amanda. Zooming you. Somebody's ringing the bell. In the light of COVID-19 and the lockdown, it's obviously been grossly irresponsible to continue with someone knocking at your door because no one should be knocking at anyone's door. Thankfully, someone can be Zooming me instead. They can virtually call me on Zoom. We can have a lovely chat, but only if you can guess their identity. Who has been calling me up today? We know very little actually we know that they're not a woman therefore they're a man because I said so because James asked whether they identify as a man they do they are a celebrity shock horror they've been in the news moderately recently which doesn't give away much and as most celebrities although not all are they are he is known for a particular talent 
so basically all we've got to go on this week on someone zooming you is that they're a famous man and that's it they're a man who is famous so i mean that that could really be anyone any famous man in the world we've really not narrowed it down so some interesting guesses carrie is up first who sent me a message to guess who's zooming me this person is a famous British man. I feel like he was in the news. I don't know how recent it was, but it was a news story about him trying to get an extension on his mansion or something and his neighbours protesting. That might be completely irrelevant, but anyway, I think Ed Sheeran is trying to zoom you. Carrie, that is one of my favourite genres of news story. It is famous person denied planning permission because I just love it. I love how much it brings them down to our level. Even though they're rich and famous, they still have to apply to the council to get planning permission to build the extension. They can still get turned down by objections from nosy neighbours. That is exactly what happens to Ed Sheeran. On quite a regular basis, it seems. His neighbours do not like him. However, it's not him that's trying to zoom me, unfortunately. If it was, I would love to ask him about his battles with the... What is it? The Suffolk County Council planning service. But sadly, I can't do that because he's not zooming me what a shame olivia says i have no why no idea why i think this but is elton john trying to zoom you i can imagine him on zoom so easily he doesn't quite understand how it works he's going along with it he keeps putting the camera too close to his face because he doesn't have any assistance near him to help him set it up i could see that as well i think that'd be very lovely be cute could chat with elton could chat with david and their kid as well but but no Elton is not zooming me. Not today, anyway. Maybe another time. But, no. He doesn't have me on speed dial, I don't think. Nor me, him. But that'd be lovely. Yeah, it'd be great if Elton John zoomed me. Could you think... Oh, imagine if he was sat at the piano. Could get him to do a little song. I could get him to make a someone zooming you jingle. But, but no. Imagine how it could go, like... And you can tell anybody Somebody's zooming you. Oh, it'd be great. But no, Elton John is not on Zoom to me. Nice try, Olivia. You are wrong. Freddie says, I think I know who's Zooming you, Alec. Is it Lenny Henry? He's a British male celebrity, a talented actor, and was in Doctor Who just before coronavirus kicked off. He turned life... Oh, no, he didn't do this. Before coronavirus kicked off and turned life into what it is now. Twitter was talking all about him. Not that I even watched Doctor Who. Anyway, is it the iconic Lenny Henry? No. Lenny Henry is not zooming me, although I'm a big Lenny Henry fan, I think he's great. Thought he was great in Doctor Who, shame he didn't have a bigger part in there. Thought he was great in the premiere in adverts, obviously, but no. Lenny Henry is not on Zoom, unfortunately. Maybe one day, maybe one day, but you, Freddie, are incorrect. And Aaron says, is Dua Lipa's boyfriend zooming you? I don't know his name, but I've been listening to a new album this past week. She sings about him a lot. I think he's probably very good at bedtime by the sounds of it she's clearly very in love with him so he has been in my mind a lot even though i don't know his name or what he looks like it'd be funny if he was the one zooming you maybe you could ask him about his nighttime routine i don't think any of us need to know about that really um ooh, what's his name it's a hadid isn't it it's not Gigi. it's not bella it's it's another one i think i was gonna anwar hadid there we go that's the one. The only one I could think of was her last boyfriend, the, the one that, you know, New Rules was about and all that. Isaac so-and-so. But no, it's not Dua Lipa's current boyfriend or Dua Lipa's ex-boyfriend, as it happens. Sadly. But, I mean, that'd be good. I'm more interested in Dua Lipa zooming me than Dua Lipa's boyfriend. So maybe if they are in lockdown together, I could get him to put her on and we could talk to her instead. But it's not, it's not either of them, so it doesn't really matter. Um... Yeah, it's not Julie's boyfriend. Nice guess, Aaron. But no, I like that you're spending your week in lockdown thinking about Julie's boyfriend, Anwar Hadid. That's lovely. I'm so happy for you. And Nathan says, I think I know who it is. He is a talented, iconic British person who was in the news recently because he, he said something along the lines of, isn't Lewis Capaldi rubbish or something like that? Or... There was something about a potential Oasis reunion. Anyway, I think it's Noel Gallagher. Nathan. You're right. 
in saying that there was something in the news recently about a potential Oasis reunion and that this person is a male British celebrity who's known for a particular talent. You are right in saying that the surname of the person zooming me is Gallagher. It's not Noel, it's Liam. Liam Gallagher, so close. You were so close and yet, no, you're wrong. You can't have that one. Liam Gallagher is zooming me. It's not Noel Gallagher. Unfortunately, because you guessed the wrong Gallagher, he's actually just hung up. He was he was calling for the last kind of hour, but because you guessed it was Noel and not Liam, Liam's he's, he's gone off in a huff. He's very angry. He's very upset. He's offended and he's gone. That's it. We can't hear from Liam Gallagher, unfortunately, on the show today. I'm so sorry. Nice try, Nathan. You did come close. Well done to everyone that had a guest today. Thanks for playing. But no, it was Liam, not Noel. What can you do? I think, I think what we need to do now, I guess, is just, just end the show because we've offended Liam Gallagher. What more can you do? I even gave you a bonus little clue. When James Gilmore was like, can I have a bonus clue? I was like, yeah. And he was like, um, what did he say? I can't even remember. But, oh, he said, is it Tom Hanks? And I was like, yes. And I was like, is that it? And he was like, yeah, that's all. And I was like, as you were. As you were. That's what Liam Gallagher says all the time. That, that should have been a clue, but no. You didn't get it. No one got it. You lose. I win. And that's the end of the show. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, podcasts on all your favourite podcast places. Alec Feldman, colon, the podcast. Download it. It'll be great. Thanks very much. We'll speak to you next week. Have a nice, have a nice week in lockdown. This is the weekend and in your eyes. There goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun.